Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. Hey guys, and welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, This week, I'm super excited to have a fun guest on the show. Her name's Michaela Irvin, and she's a business coach for female entrepreneurs. So thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yeah, I know. I'm really, yeah, I think we're gonna have like a super fun conversation because it seems like we have a lot in common. Like I was checking out your Instagram, which I love, by the way. It's so pretty. Oh, thank you. The Instagram grid. Yeah. <laughs> it took me forever to figure out how I wanted it to be. <laughs> I know. But I do too. Like if you, anybody goes back online, you can see like all kinds of like different patterns that I don't use anymore. And they're probably like, geez, what's wrong? Like, pick something and stick with it. <laughs> That's how mine was for so long. And I actually went back um, not too long ago and archived so much. So it wouldn't be so all over the place, but still you can tell there's a little bit of a variety. <laughs> yeah, totally. I know that's a good idea. I should do that. Cause like there's helpful content though. So I, mean, I don't know, maybe I could just redo it. Hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I'm like going off on a <laughs> tangent. Yes. <laughs> um, awesome. So you got your champagne and everything. What are you drinking? I did. Okay. So <laughs> it's Brut Champagne. Ooh. I actually researched how to <laughs> say it oh, nice. <laughs> so I could sound impressive. Did I impress everyone? You did. Yeah. It sounded like you had like an accent or something. <laughs> That's one of my on favorite it. ones. I love that one. Yeah. It's really smooth. I like it. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, like um, our next, you know, little section is just like all about you, you know, your story, you know, how'd you get into it, what your business is, you know, just fill us in on, you know, how you got to where you are now. Absolutely. So I've officially been a small business owner for about four years now. Um, but I feel like, I feel like everybody says this, but I've always had an entrepreneurial like um, pull my entire life, which is really weird because I don't come from entrepreneurs. Um, I think that my dad wanted to be, but I don't come from an entrepreneurial family. My parents still joke all the time. They say, I don't know where you came from. (laughs) Um, But yeah, when I was 10 years old, I actually started trying to make my own money. That's awesome. Um, Yeah, it's just always been really fascinating to me. But yeah, so I'm a brand activation strategist, which is just a very fancy name for a type of business coach. Um, But I landed in this role because I found that a lot of creative entrepreneurs have a hard time being understood Mm -hmm. by other people on the outside. Um, A lot of times we're just like really good at what we do, but it's hard to like articulate that, I guess, to, um, people who are just watching. So I found a lot of people coming to me saying, you know, my clients love working with me. I mean, they sing my praises, but I don't understand why I'm not booked. Like Mm -hmm. it's just not. (laughs) And so obviously that's where marketing comes in and you've got to really be able to tell people who you are and, you know, articulate your value to them so that 
they will feel connected with you and they'll want to work with you. And so that's kind of where I came in is just really partnering with these creatives and helping them be able to uh, talk about who they are and activate or turn on their brand uh, to start bringing in their dream clients. And it is so much fun. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so exciting. Um, yeah, I totally agree with you, Joe. I was actually having this conversation the other day with another marketing lady and we were just talking about how hard it is sometimes to see out like for our businesses, you know, it's like easy to yeah. see it for other people and execute <laughs> it. But when we're doing ours, it's like, uh, <laughs> you know? yes, exactly why I have a business coach myself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, help me do what I do for other people. I need a me for me. <laughs> yeah, totally. I know. Yeah, it finally took like me treating myself like my own client to like actually just like really start moving the needle. Like, because I was getting yeah. real results for other clients. I'm like, why are I the same way? And I'm like, oh yeah, because I'm not really doing the same thing. So like I kind of like detached myself and then, yeah. <laughs> yes, I've had some very serious moments where I've thought if somebody was watching me right now, they would think that there's something mentally unstable, but right. it's like putting myself in one chair and then telling myself a problem and then going to the other chair and being like, okay, here's how you solve it. Yes, totally. <laughs> I, I, I make sense to me. <laughs> and people are now tuning off of the podcast. I'm right, no, they're like, oh. <laughs> There's not enough champagne to listen to this. <laughs> I know. And I've barely even started sipping mine. So I promise. <laughs> yeah, awesome. awesome. Um, well, yay. Um, so you have a business for the last four years. Um, I noticed on your Instagram, you have a few little ones, right? Yes, I do. So I'm a mom of two little boys. Um, my youngest is about to turn three. My oldest oh. is four and a half. So they're 18 months apart. <laughs> um, it was not on purpose. Everybody's like, oh, did you plan it that way? We didn't, but we would not have it any other way. They um, they basically are just getting to really grow up together. And um, they're so, they just, they're so energetic. I yeah. love being a boy mom. <laughs> That's awesome. And that's, a, those are fun ages. Um, oh my, my daughter's gosh, yes. nine, almost 10. So she's like over me already. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and my uh, son is six and he's still like, he's about to be seven this summer. And so it's just, I don't know. He's on that cusp of like, just really being like a grown up kid, you know, and I'm just making me sad, but yeah, super fun. Um, so how do you, you know, like with your work and life and everything, like, do you have any tips on, on balance or like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, uh, balance. <laughs> I, I get that question all the time and it's so funny. Um, I like to just start by saying, I feel like balance just is so unrealistic and I stri I strive for balance for so long. Um, especially when I first started my business, because if you do the math, you know, my oldest is uh, four and a half. So mm. I started my business when he was uh, three weeks old Ooh. and yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, three weeks of staying at home, I'm done. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, it's just been this constant, this constant battle of identifying what that even looks like to me. And I found that most people that come to me asking about balance for their own life, uh, you know, they come to me in this place of despair where they're like, you know, I've got kids and I just feel like it's so impossible, but I know it's not impossible because I see, you know, you doing it and other people doing it. And I just want to know what the secret is. And at first I didn't know what to say. But the more and more that I've been asked and the more and more I've dug into that, I feel like 
it really comes down to identifying what does balance in being a good mom and being a good business owner, what does that actually look like to you? Because if we're striving for balance, you know, this elusive balance, then a lot of times that has to do with other people's standards of, you know, you should be cooking a hot meal every night, um, at least five nights a week. And, you know, you should make sure that your kids don't have too much screen time and all of these things. And it's like, which of those things matter to you? Like how much screen time do you want your kids to have based on you? Not Mm -hmm. what somebody else says. Um, you know, how much time can they spend playing on their own while you work on your business? What feels good for you instead of taking, you know, what this person posted on Facebook and then this person posted on Facebook, which is probably contrasting the other one and trying to please everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's just really freeing to be able to ask yourself, what do I want? And what, yeah, what defining what that balance looks like for you. So that's my advice on that. Yeah, it makes total sense. I mean, every, it should be individualized, you know, like you said, we all have different goals. And so it should really reflect like what our goals are, not Karen down the street's goals. You know what I mean? (laughs) Gosh, Karen, she always has something to say. I feel bad for Karen's, like they're actually named Karen. (laughs) Hey, Karen, if you're listening, we know you're not actually like that. So that's awesome. And like as business owners, like luckily we do have the freedom to kind of shift things around, you know what I mean? To kind of like create that balance. And yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a game. If you can look at it like a game, it becomes more fun. Um, Like how can I make it a little bit better? How can I make life more fun? How can I make myself feel more free? Um, Yeah. It just comes down to fine tuning. So totally. And I mean, sometimes you lose too. Like, you know, I mean, sometimes I just know that it's not always going to be like that, you know, like, but it just happens sometimes. Yes. That was such a good ad. Like, yes, you do lose sometimes, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Do you have any like apps or automation or anything that you use to, you know, help with the balance and just help your business in general? Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So (laughs) Um, so yes, lots of things help me in my business. First of all, I have to give a shout out to Canva and I am not a paid affiliate. I literally tried the other day and they said that I'm not cool enough. (laughs) Well, they don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Um, but they are so, Canva is the best. I don't know if you use Canva. Oh, I love it. I was up editing till on Canva till like midnight last night. It was amazing. Seriously. And so I come from a photography background. Um, and I feel like I just skipped over most of my background of how I even got to here, but, um, I came from a photography background. And so I'm used to like pulling up Photoshop and creating things like from scratch in Photoshop. And I was never, I mean, I could always figure it out, but I certainly wasn't a graphic designer, um, or anything like that. And so Canva has helped make all of my graphics. My Instagram feed that we were talking about earlier is (laughs) made by Canva a (laughs) hundred percent and I'm able to do it myself and it's really helpful. Um, you know, if I ever need my team to do something, it's super easy just to teach them. You can Mm -hmm. create templates seriously. And the pro membership is like $13 a month. Yeah, it's I have that. Best. You can do all, yes. Yes. all your brand colors, your fonts, all oh, that cool stuff. Yes. Yes. It is a branding and marketing strategist gene, uh, dream. <laughs> it is. So, yeah, I know. Because I used to have Photoshop. And same thing. Like, I could get around. But I was like, every time I was like, oh, I got to open Photoshop. Like, I just dreaded <laughs> it. Like, I did not like it. It's just not very... 
I don't know. Maybe it's for geniuses. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so Canva is my favorite. Um, As far as like getting clients and streamlining, I really love Acuity as well. I have like a a bucket full of different automations and things that have helped me. But Acuity scheduling is my favorite uh, scheduling app. It's so intuitive. And Mm -hmm. I really, really love that one. But lastly, I have to talk about my assistant. (laughs) Seriously, I know that assistant doesn't seem achievable for everybody, but I think a lot of people wait too long Mm -hmm. to hire an assistant. And um, so I just want to put that out there for anybody who may be feeling like they are so spread thin. Maybe they're trying to find balance with their work life and their home life, but they're (laughs) like, there's too much to do and not enough hours in the day. Um, get an assistant. You will take a pay cut very shortly though. (laughs) It'll be like one month that you have to train them and you have to get all the balls rolling, but then it will just kind of launch you forward to that next level. As long as, you know, they're well-trained and capable of doing, uh, doing what you are telling them to do. So seriously, get an assistant. <laughs> I know you can't see me, but I'm raising my hand. I'm one yes. of those people. <laughs> uh, not completely like field pull in every like direction. I, I do everything myself. Um, yeah. but I am at that cusp where like, I feel like I could, you know, I'm in a place where I could hand it off. Um, so yeah, but like, again, like, I don't know, I'm just, I guess I'm kind of nervous because I've never hired someone, you know, oh I'm like, my gosh, yeah. and I know people can do what I do and do it better. So like, I just need to get over myself and do it. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And I would love to talk on that for a minute because I definitely had some failed hires. And after the third one, I realized that I was the common denominator. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I didn't realize, and this is probably just because I didn't grow up from like a business background or anything like that, but I didn't realize that there was an actual system to hiring people. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, there's lots of VAs out there and you just hire them and they probably worked for somebody else that's used Canva, right? So they can use Canva <laughs> for me. Um, but it's really important to have like standard operating procedures and um, things like that. That helped me a, a ton in my business. I actually hired somebody to help me write my standard operating procedures. Oh, cool. Um, so that, yeah, it was just a straight up manual. You just, you do things, you figure them out on your own and then you just do them. And it's easy to, to just show it to somebody and be like, Hey, just do it like this. Right. <laughs> but there's so many little steps and little variations and things that can be left up to interpretation and often they will be interpreted. And so, um, it's just, it's so important to have those systems and make it like you're explaining it to a four-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> great advice. (laughs) Absolutely. That's not even my zone of genius, but it is something I'm passionate about because I was very frustrated. I was like, why can I not hire an assistant that, um, you know, like why do assistants work for everybody else and they don't work for me? What am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. And that that was it. (laughs) Was it, was it giving them good enough instructions? (laughs) That's awesome that you were able to recognize that, you know, and fix it. Yeah, it really was. Awesome. Expensive mistake, but well, <laughs> I'll have that's those. okay. <laughs> yes, <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm very excited to ask this question and hear your answer because it's like my favorite question. Um, what's your favorite and most effective way to market your business? Oh, yes, I knew that was going to be your favorite question too. <laughs> it's I like this one. 
Um, so I really love social media and content marketing. Mm -hmm. Um, it is certainly not for everybody, but I think that it is just so much fun. If you can take the pressure off of being perfect and, um, have a little bit of a strategy behind what you're doing. So you're not just, you know, throwing up <laughs> whatever you feel like it. Right. You're like, oh crap, um, I'd have to post it in a week. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but having a strategy and being really, really clear on how you show up on social media, like the perfect purpose and, um, you know, the, the drive behind each post, it's, it's so fascinating to me. And, you know, I, I'm a brand activation strategist and I help people with relationship based marketing strategies. And I feel like social media just really helps us build relationships and build community with people. Um, it's just, I'm, I'm floored every day at the type of people that I get to connect with on social media, mm -hmm. just like the different businesses that are out there, the different people with different missions. And it's just, it's afforded us so many opportunities that we would not have had, um, you know, 15 years ago. And I just think that if you can really figure out how to use it, um, it is such a valid, it's such a valuable tool. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I know I got like a message, like it was a few weeks ago from somebody in like South Africa and he sent me a voice message. Like he has the cutest little accent. He was just like, love your podcast, what you're doing. Like, and I was oh like, my Oh my God, this is so cool. Like, well, shout out to him. I know. <laughs> Hope he's listening. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, so cool. like you said, like there's so many people you can reach and you don't even know like who you're reaching, you know, and it's a free tool. Like I agree. Like it's one of the it's such an effective way to market. And I feel bad because I talk to a lot of small business owners and they're like, well, I suck at social media and I don't get any results, you know? And I'm just like, well, yes, well, let's take a look, you know? And it's like, well, you only posted once in a month. So, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, and I get it. Like we're all busy. There. <laughs> yeah, like, I know you're incredibly busy running your business, but if you really do want to see results, you're going to have to put some effort into it because it is a free tool, but you know, in exchange for that, you're going to have to put some effort. And like you said, a strategy. So. I yeah, really absolutely. It's so fun though. And you can play with it. There's so, there's no like right or wrong way to do it. it. There's just so many opportunities, even just within social media that you can use. And, you know, I have clients that have only used social media. I mean, we, we do teach them to use other forms of marketing and things like that, but some opt to just start with social media mm -hmm. and they've been able to get to five and even 10 K months consistently just from hanging out online. Like yeah. how, how fun is that? I know yeah. <laughs> that you, you get to just like hang out and meet new people and it gets to feel genuine and authentic. I think yeah. a lot of times too, we think that things have to be hard mm -hmm. um, to get success and that's just not the case. It really can be fun. Yeah, totally. And I agree. Like what you said earlier too, it doesn't have to be perfect either. Cause I think that scares a lot of people. And I know I felt like that too. Like, hence, if you go back and look at my Instagram, I was trying to make it look perfect. <laughs> like, and now it's all like, whatever, but like, you learn as you go, you know, and it's just know that it's, you know, going to be messy, but you'll kind of find your own groove. And then absolutely. Yeah. Well, and the good thing about social media is too, that it goes away and people forget about you really yeah. quickly, which exactly. is why you have to continue <laughs> to be present. Like you were saying, like you can't just post once in a month. You've got to yeah. be relevant because we're constantly inundated with content. And mm -hmm. so, you know, if you want to be relevant, you've got to continue to put that content out there. But that the good news is, is, you know, if you do mess up, 
you can just delete it or (laughs) or people will forget in five minutes anyways. So you can always try again. Yeah. And like, if you keep staying consistent, that momentum will eventually build up and then you're going to like start seeing results, you know, because I feel like people start and they're like, I don't really see anything. I just started and they kind of give up before you really start to like kind of hit that plateau where you start to really see results, you know? Yes, absolutely. And momentum is such a thing, like even just energetic momentum. Yeah. And a lot of people, I say that usually results it well for, for my clients that have like an established marketing plan and they've been doing it for a while, results are still about two weeks delayed. (laughs) I feel like, so what you did this two weeks won't show up until next two weeks. Um, but if you're just starting, then it's a lot of times even more delayed. And so you've just got to like really pick you know, when you're going to start evaluating your, your progress yeah. <laughs> and stick it, stick with it until then. Yeah, totally. I agree. Yay. Yeah. That was such a fun, I love that. That's like my, like I said, my favorite, <laughs> like, I didn't even have it like the first six months. <laughs> and so like, I just added it in and it's like, it's like so fun. <laughs> it's a great question. And it's like, there are so many ways to market your business. Everybody does it differently. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm mostly social media content marketing, um, in, in my business and what I teach my clients. But I talked to a girl the other day that, you know, came to me and wanted to establish herself on social media, but she's built already a six figure business just from doing like SEO. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's fascinating to me, you know, that you haven't even used social media. So, um, you really, you can do whatever you want. It gets to feel good. Yeah. Totally. Back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so what do you do to help your business grow? You know, like how do you get out of your comfort zone and like, do you have any tips for business owners on how they can get out of their comfort zone to grow their business? Yeah, absolutely. So maybe just expanding on something that we were talking about a second ago. Um, it's really important that when you're having a marketing strategy, and this was a turning point for me as well, that you're tracking your data. Yes. (laughs) I think so many people overlook that. I'm actually shocked by how many people overlook that. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, now that it's something that I implement, I mean, I'm shocked, but I'm also not shocked because I did it for so long, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, it's just, it's, crazy how much of a difference and how much clarity you can get from seeing, okay, X, Y, Z is what I've been doing. I've been doing it this much and this is the result that I'm getting from it, you know, and then Mm -hmm. giving it another week and checking back in a week. And so I would say one strategy or one, um, action I, I should say that I've implemented in my business is making Fridays mainly a day where I'm reflecting on my mm. business and I'm tracking and I'm just looking at, you know, the, the spreadsheet that my, um, assistant makes me that has all of our, you know, our marketing efforts and our return on investment and all of that stuff so that I can just see the numbers because, I think that especially solopreneurs and people who have really built a business from their heart, it's so emotional. And it's Mm -hmm. like, it feels like actual, like if somebody's rejecting or just not taking to your business, it feels like it's personal. Like they're rejecting a part of you. Yeah. You're like, why, why? (laughs) Exactly. And you know, it's amazing. And so, but it's not personal. It's just, it's a numbers thing. And so if you can take that emotion out of it and really just put some numbers into it, um, it's a lot easier to switch over to that strategy mind and to kind of switch it over into, like we were saying, like it's a game and, you know, 
just playing it differently or fine tuning here or there and being able to create something that works for you because, you know, nobody can hand you a strategy and say, here, just do these things and you'll, you know, make six figures or whatever it is that you want to make. Um, you've got to, you've got to take a foundation and you've got to make it your own. And so really tracking your data is so important and it just comes down to finding out what you want to know. Cause I know a lot of people are like data. I don't even know what to look at. Right. Um, <laughs> but from there I would just say, you know, figure out what's important to you. You know, if you're trying to get more clients and you're doing five different things to try to get more clients, um, track how much you're doing that and track if, you know, where maybe people are dropping off in your funnel or something like that. Don't, don't try to complicate it. Just you know, start tracking and you'll probably add to your spreadsheet as well. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, love I that. add to mine all the time <laughs> and take stuff away. I'm like, I don't know why I'm tracking this. It doesn't make any sense. I don't care about this, this number here. Right. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like a technical, um, thing, but also just being really self-aware. Um, that was a huge thing you know, to flip over to more of like the mindset side, being super self-aware of myself and, um, you know, how I'm feeling and the things that I'm doing, like we were talking about before we started recording, like the, my, um, my routines and my, my everyday strategies for myself, like what am I doing and how is that affecting my business? Because if you're the face of your business and you're the one who's doing everything, it's so important for you to be in tip top shape. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, that leaks into every other area of your business. And so that was a huge thing for me was just being really self-aware and, um, constantly investing emotionally in personal growth and being very committed to continuing that growth and knowing that you don't just get to a place where you're like fully grown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep growing. Um, that was huge because I did hit confidence blocks and I did hit, you know, places where I was like, I don't know if I can achieve that. And being super self-aware of my own patterns and how, you know, maybe I've self-sabotaged in the past and how it may be coming up at a new level was so huge for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and just pushing me to work through it, overcome it and be able to step out of my comfort zone yet again, um, and continue to grow. So super, super important to be aware of, of you. Yeah, I, uh, I totally agree. Um, and I, I didn't really realize how important mindset is in this whole game of entrepreneurship until like this last year. And like, just, I don't know, taking that time, like you said, to be self-aware, just to even notice these little subtle things that at least for me had been going on for like so long. And I've noticed yeah. every time I've come up to like a launch or even launching this podcast, like I put like starting this podcast off for two years, just little <laughs> things like that, because I was scared because yeah. I like, if you call me, I won't answer, but I'll text you right back. Like, I'm not, like, <laughs> that's just how I am. So I put it off. And then every time I come to some other big, like milestone, I'll feel myself like pulling back when it's like, wait, why are you pulling back? You should be pressing forward. You know, just, I don't know, these little things that I don't know, I feel like we all deal with, but I wasn't, I couldn't even really put a finger on it until recently. Yes, absolutely. And yeah, mindset is just, I think sometimes we're just like, 
that mindset doesn't feel like it's an income generating activity, (laughs) you know? And so when we're starting our business, we're like, what's the quickest way to monetize? What's the quickest way to make money? And we don't think like, oh, I should go meditate for an hour. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Then it'll all come to me. (laughs) Right. But it's just like little, and you don't have to meditate for an hour, but like little things like that, um, they really do contribute to just your clarity and your level of inspiration and your energy to even get stuff done. Yeah. And so once I really started working on that for myself, I actually, you know, mindset is also not my zone of genius. It's funny that we're talking about all things that are not (laughs) my zone of genius, Um, but it's so important. And I knew, and I saw even in my clients that I was like, they need some mindset help, but they're like me and they're very focused on the strategy. And so I brought in, I've actually contracted a mindset coach to work Mm. with my clients when they work through my program, because it's that important to me that they're, you know, staying on top of that as much as possible. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's huge. Um, and I want to, you just said something too, that, you know, we all jump in and we don't really think of like mindset or anything. And Mm. I also want to go back to what you said about like a foundation and then also Mm. like your data, your analytics. Like, I feel like those are the two bookends, but we all jump in in the middle and it's like, (laughs) We're, I need a logo. Exactly. <laughs> like we don't have the, the foundation. <laughs> we have all these big things that we kind of like, we're so excited to start our business. So we just go for it, you know, but um, yeah, those things are huge because you got to have the foundation to know what you're doing, what your goals are. And then on that tail end, you know, then you do all the things and then you got to track it and tweak along the way, you know? So yes. I love that you talked about all those. <laughs> Absolutely. It's yeah. Super important. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, what are your favorites? Um, what's your favorite book, favorite drink, thing to do to relax, thing to watch, and place to go? And I'll, I'll okay. those two. <laughs> no, you're good. I think I got it. Okay, so my favorite book is Get Rich, Lucky Bee. And I don't want to say the word, but Oh yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> the adult word, y'all. Um <laughs> by Denise Stuffield Thomas. She she has a bunch of books and all of them are really awesome. Um, but this one is specifically about money mindset and just mm. how to uh, become you know, more abundant in your mindset or how to receive abundance. And, uh, it was just very down to earth. It it didn't feel super like woo woo or anything Mm -hmm. like that. It just felt very straight to the point and she's so relatable. Um, so that was a super good book for me. Um, I'm going to have to look at that one. Um, yes, it's so good. I've heard of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> it hasn't been mentioned like as a recommendation on the podcast. So I'm excited. So I'll add it to our book club. Um, yeah, yes. absolutely. So, yes. And I think it's on audible. If anybody is a audible listener. Oh, cool. Um, and I think she reads it herself and she's Australian. So she's got an Australian accent, which is oh. awesome. On. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes. Okay. Drink next, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So my, my favorite drink has always and forever been Dr. Pepper. And so anybody who maybe have been like, have heard me in the past, or maybe they'll go like, look at a past interview. My favorite drink has always been Dr. Pepper. I promise. But we quit sodas during the quarantine. Me too. Okay. <laughs> Do we I, need to talk about this? Yes, <laughs> I was a Dr. Pepper addict. Like I have been clean since 2008. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so long. <laughs> I know. I know. It's crazy. Cause I mean, I seriously, like when I woke up in the morning, I'd have to get a Dr. Pepper. Like I had, I don't know, yes. three or four a day. Like I was so addicted, but same kind of thing. I wanted to give up soda and, um, yeah, it's like I said, 
been playing since 08, but I was obsessed with it. Like people would give it to me for my birthday presents. Like people would bring them over. Like, oh my gosh, I could drink it like water and it's I know. so terrible. And like on the flip side, I was not drinking any water. Mm, and me neither. So it, <laughs> it's just been so bad. But um, my husband and I actually started this um, – it's kind of, it's like a health, but personal development thing during, we started at April 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've actually not been doing it the entire quarantine, but, um, most it, yeah. And so it was like, you know, read 10 pages of a book a day, give up, um, or not give up, but like have some sort of diet routine, which we decided we just wanted to give up sodas because mm-hmm. we were so addicted to them. And, um, so there's like a couple of other different things, but it's been crazy to like uh, back to the self-aware thing to watch myself, um, crave it on like hard days. Mm-hmm. Um, or whenever, so I'm not driving much right now, but when I do drive, <laughs> I always would stop by Sonic. Do y'all have a Sonic where you are? Um, it's no. It's like a drive through Yeah. Well, I'm from the South, so I know Sonic. Oh, I love it. Yeah. But yeah, we don't have it up here <laughs> where I'm at. Okay. So there's one on every corner here yes. in good old Texas. And um, so I would just stop and get – they have – a large 32 ounce Dr. Pepper for a dollar during happy hour. Oh. And I would get those. Yeah. During happy and the Sonic hour. ice. Mm. Yes. <laughs> the Sonic ice guys. If you don't know about Sonic ice, it is the best. Um, but it, it was just like, a, an addiction. Like you said, it wasn't even something that I really liked. Yeah. I just was addicted to it. And so anyways, all of that to say, it's not my favorite. <laughs> or maybe it's still Are you done? Like, or do you it. think you'll go back after I the... think that I won't. I really <laughs> think that I won't just because it's... I, I told Nick I was having a hard day the other day. And I was like, I think I want to cheat. I think I want to have a Dr. Pepper today. And he was like, okay. And so later on when the kids went to bed, because he was just going to go get one after they went to bed, he was like, do you still want me to go? And I was like, no, I think I just want sweet tea, which sweet tea is now my favorite. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> like, get to the point already. Um, but sweet tea is now my favorite, but it just feels better to drink that. And I don't feel like I can binge it because I don't like, um, like the sugar on my teeth, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, her tea is just different than Dr. Pepper. I don't know, but it's, it was just a better choice and I'm so proud of me y'all. <laughs> yes, no, that's huge. I'm proud of you too. And if we like, if you ever need to talk anymore about it, I am here. Like my friends, like in high school still tag me in like Dr. Pepper memes. Like that's how like, angry like, that is with my brand. Me, y'all. <laughs> that's, you don't know me anymore. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will. I'll be uh, seeking some support probably. Yes. Oh, that's awesome though. You you got it. I mean, you've made it this far. Like that's over three weeks. You got it. It's past the 21 day mark, which yeah. they say it's a is habit, the, right? the habit thing. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Okay. What was the next one? Oh, uh, thing to do to relax. Okay. So I do actually like guided meditations. <laughs> <laughs> I really like them. I like new ones though. I can't listen to the same ones over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am always rating Spotify with guided meditations. If you have a guided meditation guys, please send it my way because I really like them. Um, and then bubble baths as well. I'm a huge bubble bath fan, mm-hmm. usually with a glass of wine. So <laughs> of course. together. <laughs> No sober bubble bath, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, next was places watch. to go or okay, oh, things uh, to, yeah, watch. Thing to watch. Either one. Okay, cool. We'll do both. Um, so my thing to watch is Good Girls on Hulu. 
right now. Have you watched Good Girls? No. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I don't know. It's like an older show, isn't it? Or no? No, it's pretty new. Um, I think they're only on season two or three. I don't know. We just binge it straight through. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm thinking Um, of New Girl. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh yeah. New Girl is very good too. Um, Good Girls is like basically the premise. I won't give it away. Basically the premise is just these, um, these three moms, like suburban moms don't have any money. Mm-hmm. And so they rob a bank and now they're basically in with the mob. <laughs> oh, oh, I've never seen a preview. I bet that's so good. Who's it's in it? It's really good. Um, okay. What's her name? Um, Martha May Whitaker. I probably just messed it up. She was in Parenthood. Oh, she yeah, was yeah. Annie okay. in Parenthood. Mm-hmm. She's in there and I love her to death. Um, Retta from Parks and Rec. Oh, yes. <laughs> she's Love so funny <laughs> and uh christina hendrix i don't actually know what else she's in but i really like her a lot in this she's kind of oh. like the main main character the main mom yes main mom <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> so that's a really good one highly recommend um it's very suspenseful so okay. okay i'll have to check it out is it funny too though or is it just like suspense or both <laughs> it's um it's funny. Okay. It, yeah. I think there's some, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> it's a good mix. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> yes. Place to go would be, my family really likes California, but specifically just Southern California. My husband's mm-hmm. a huge Dodgers fan. So he likes to go, um, we like to go to LA and then he likes to sneak out for a game. Fun. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And we just really specifically like Manhattan beach. It's so nice and pretty. Um, and not super touristy. So. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Is that it? Yep. Yay. That's, that's it. it. Um, I don't know. I'm like thinking of the beach, but anyway, I made it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Moment of silence for the beach. <laughs> I know. One day we will all get back there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so where can everybody find you? Social media, website, and you have a goodie for everybody too, right? I do. Okay. So, um, I am personally very partial to Facebook. I love Facebook. I feel like there's more of a community vibe there. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am friendable. I don't want you to like my business page. I want you to be my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so you can go to facebook.com forward slash Michaela Dawn, D-A-W-N, and I'll give that to Nicole. Uh, but if you are an Instagram fan, that's more your jam. I would still like to connect with you over there. Um, I'm becoming more in tune with Instagram. So my <laughs> handle is at Mrs. That's MRS Michaela Irvin. Um, and then my website is just Michaela Irvin.com. And I do have a fun quiz on my website. It's a authority quiz. You can find out what uh, your authority archetype is. So if you're more of like an undeniable authority where you stand out um, and are really outspoken online, or if you are somebody who's maybe like a budding authority where you're like wanting to get out there, but you're not really sure yet. um, It's just a fun quiz to take. Um, but I do have a goodie for you guys. Like you said, um, I would love to offer you my brand authority blueprints, absolutely free. Um, basically what it is, is it's a checklist. So, you know, I've consumed a fair share of freebies and (laughs) I know a lot of times I leave feeling like, okay, but how does this apply to my business? Yes. Or like, like, that's it. 
Really? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so I actually, this training is like walking you through the five things that you need to really master to have brand authority and to be a leader in your industry. Um, but you know, I break each one of those five things down into some more tangible things. Like this is what equals the big step. Um, and then I also have a very basic Google doc. That's a checklist for you so that you can go through and like, you know, check off what you feel like you've mastered because some of that stuff you may have in the bag already. Um, and then highlight what you need to work on so that you can really focus on honing in on those areas and, um, establish your authority. So yeah, you can get that at bit.ly forward slash B a blueprint. Yay. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for providing that for everybody. And yeah, I'll put all that in the podcast notes. Absolutely. I'm happy to. Sorry. I'm just writing a note. Um, You're good. Um, yeah, this has been such a fun conversation. Like, I feel like I knew it was going to be like this anyway, because I guess, like I said, I already stalked your Instagram and I was like, Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> She's just a big old goober. That's <laughs> Um, thank you yes it has been so much fun and I I, like you said I knew that it was going to be super um super easy and conversational so yeah yeah it's been such a fun conversation um so yeah so thanks for coming on and thanks for listening everyone thanks for listening to this week's bubbles and biz I hope you enjoyed it and were able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way If you're frustrated with your marketing efforts and you're ready to master your marketing and grow your business, I'd love to help you. Head to nb.marketing backslash services to learn more.